This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back to the show. Uh, My name is Chris Anselmo. This is Road to Retirement. Uh, I'm with Brookside Tax and Financial Group, and today we have our co-host, Tony Shore, up from, it's not snowing there, but up from Minnesota. (laughs) Minnesota. No, it's weather's been great, just like there. Uh, yeah. It's been, you know, uh, 80s during the day at most and uh, 60s at night. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. weather yeah. Uh, right now for August, especially. Right. So what do you do outside? Are you a hunter or a fisher? What do you what do you get? What do you do out there? Nope. I don't. Uh, I'm not a big outdoors guy. I like to, I like to hike and bike and things like that and uh, take walks. My wife and I take walks every single day after work. Uh, and there's a just beautiful walking paths here, you know, over old train bridges and around lakes. And we have a lot of lakes, which is nice. Uh, but other than that, yard work is what I've yeah. been trying to do lately. Save my lawn because it's been so dry, no rain. Well, so, we've, had a, we've had a lot of rain. We haven't had much in the last week or so, but the summer's been very rainy. So Yeah, our, no, our, we're our, way uh, down. We haven't had rain hardly at all this year. So, oh, period. It's strange. Yeah. It is very strange. And there's a drought huge drought here. So, um, other than that, doing great. Uh, you know, I've been really busy. My daughter, uh, starts college soon or her wow. first year of college. So we've been doing all the shopping for her dorm room and, you know, got to get the, where's she going? She's going to St. Thomas. She got a full scholarship to St. Thomas, uh, Opus school of business. Uh, that? Is that in Florida? That, nope. That's in Minnesota. That's in oh, St. Okay. Paul. It's in St. Paul, and it's it's just a, a really uh, prestigious college, especially for business. And, I mean, they have internships with 3M and Target Corp headquarters. Yeah. And, yeah, so, and they, they'll pay for her study abroad. So we're very proud of wow. her. So, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Well, when we found out she got the full ride scholarship, uh, mom and dad were happy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. And our, you know, from a financial standpoint, <laughs> sure. that's uh that's a good one. Cause as you know, college costs, we've talked about it on the show before, you know, people, people steal from their retirement funds to help pay for their kids college because it's Sometimes so costly. They, they, plus they mortgage their house. Yeah. So, uh, uh, two so, things you should never do is touch your yeah. retirement funds or mortgage your yeah. house. So, so uh, let's, talk about that. So today's topic, it's going to be like 401k mistakes with it. We see happen. Um, you know, yep. we, we get a good perspective, not only doing financial stuff, but also, uh, you know, we do taxes. So the number one, um, maybe number, number one, but the first one we'll talk about is, uh, people take the money up before they're 59 and a half, you know, maybe if it's an emergency and there, there are some, there are some exceptions to the penalties, but for the most part, these are really designed to, uh, be used for your retirement so that the government set up the rules that 
look, we're giving you this tax break. We're not going to tax the money as you earn it, as long as you put it in this account. But the deal is, look, this is for your retirement. This isn't for you to dip in every other week and grab money out of. So, right. So there is a penalty. So if you take it out before you're 59 and a half, generally there's going to be a penalty. And we'll talk about some of the exceptions later because they, it's, it's kind of stupid, but there's different exceptions to the penalty, whether it's a 401k versus an IRA. You, you would oh. think they would be the same. So Yeah, because the, it's a tax-deferred account. It yeah, should so, have so basically instance, the like, same rules. So one of them, if you have an IRA, you could take money out to pay for health insurance if you're unemployed. Mm-hmm. But if you're unemployed and you have a 401k, you don't get that exception. I mean, that's stupid. No, that doesn't make that. any sense yeah, yeah, because you can it, have it, a 401k and be unemployed because right. you lost your job right. and so you had a 401k. So you have, to, you have to first move it to an IRA. And then take it out. I mean, but people don't know these rules. So, or there's one that a simple one. Uh, and we talked about this other show, a qualified charitable deduction. So this is where you take money out of your IRA and you give it directly to a charity, like mm-hmm. your church or something, and then you don't have to pay the tax on it. That doesn't. You can't do that from a 401k. It has to be only from an IRA. I mean, it's just stupid stuff like this drive people nuts. So, so the first one again is uh, taking the money out before you're 59 and a half, unless you have one of the permitted exceptions. You know, there's there's a half a dozen of them, but that, that's the one we see the most because uh, most of the younger people, so it usually happens to people who are not even close to retirement. You know, they're in their twenties or thirties and they had a job, they had a 401k, they had, you know, a thousand bucks in it and they left the job and they take the money out. You know, maybe they need the money, whatever it be. And they're like, what do you mean? I owe another, you know, 200 or $300 in taxes. So, so that's the first one. Um, the second one is how you take the money out. So if you're going to, roll over the money. So you leave your job at, uh, you know, ABC company and you're going to go work for XYZ company. So you have options. You could, if they both have 401ks, you could take the money from your first uh, plan and roll it to the second plan, if that's an option to you, or you could take the money and roll it into an IRA, but there's rules on how you do the rollover. So if you do a direct rollover, so let's say, Tony, it goes from ABC's company. Let's say they're, they have a Fidelity 401k, and then they're going to put it in the Vanguard 401k. So if you have Fidelity send the money directly to Vanguard, there's no issues there. There's, you know, it's tax-free. You didn't touch the money. But if you tell Fidelity uh, to send you the money, and then you're going to go put it into Vanguard, different rules. You're like, what? So, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. So you have 60 days to do the rollover. So you have, so let's say you take out a thousand dollars and you have 60 days to go put the thousand dollars back into Vanguard in our example. But if you do it that way, Fidelity is required to withhold 20% for taxes. So they only, they only send you $800 out of the thousand. Yeah. And then when you go put it back into Vanguard, if you don't put the whole thousand bucks back in, you're going to get taxed on the, you know, 2000 that's sitting at the IRS. You're like, what? So a lot of people don't have the 20% to make it. You know, let's use bigger numbers. You take out a hundred grand and they, and they, yeah. they hold $20,000 and you're yeah. going to go put the, the $80,000 into the Vanguard account. You may not have another $20,000 laying around to make it whole. Right. So, so if you don't make it whole, then you're going to get taxed on the 20 that you never even got because it's sitting at the IRS. So 
you know, when you do your tax return, you're going to get, you're going to get a refund on it, but it just seems kind of silly, right? That this 20% withholding, if you don't do it directly. So if you well, do it directly, I, you know, silly isn't the word I would use. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this, I, I would use a stronger term. It's yeah. uh, it seems, uh, Asinine, I think, is a better yeah, term. Yeah, but I think the IRS is like, look, if you if we can't trust most people, if they take the money, they're not they're not gonna they're gonna spend it. And they're not gonna have the money to pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. So their their attempt is to force the four hundred one k company, the Fidelity, in our example, to withhold twenty percent, send it to the IRS. When you do your tax return later that next spring or winter, um, you'll you'll get your twenty percent back if you did the correct rollover. If you didn't do if you didn't if you didn't have the extra twenty percent to put back in, then you're gonna get taxed on the twenty thousand that's sitting at the IRS. So if that's the case and your tax rate's twenty percent, you're gonna pay twenty percent on the twenty thousand. You know, it's just 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 do it the right way. Right. So yeah. that's, that's well that's and, and don't do the yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously the I think the lesson here is you don't touch your retirement accounts until you're over 59 and a half. Correct. So unless, so unless you're, unless you're, until if, you're, again, you're if you're, if you're moving jobs, uh, you, yep. when you, what you meant touch is actually touch the money. Yeah. So if right. you're moving jobs, you need to do these direct rollovers. Yeah. So yeah, you have to roll it over and you should right. not leave your money. I, I think the key is, is a lot of people, that's another mistake, right? Is right. people they leave, leave their, money. their money in a 401k at one point, Chris, and you'd just, you'd, you'd kill me at one point before I started working with you and understood all this and, and worked with the financial professional that you are. Uh, I had three 401ks, my current and two others. Right. So, so kind of few things happen. One, people lose track of them. Yep. I did the, lose track of one right. and I had to and, track it down and it was a pain in the butt. Yeah. And uh, the other things, obviously you're not watching the investments. Nope. Right. I mean, if yep. you lost track of it, you don't even, you know, you're not really paying attention to the investment. So that, that's one of the, the things that we're going to talk about later, but people, that's one of the mistakes people. So you, you've had two or three jobs and you have, a, you know, you might only have a few thousand dollars here or there in those, but you know, that adds up over time and you don't want to look, you don't want to lose track of thousands of dollars. So, so losing track of it. So generally when you leave a company, either open up your own IRA and have it rolled into your IRA directly rolled into the IRA, as we talked about. Or move it to your new employer's plan. The benefit of having your own IRA is your your investment choices are un, almost unlimited, right? Where if you roll it to another four hundred one k, what if the new four hundred one k only has ten mutual funds you could pick, right? So that's uh, that's some of the uh, issues if you don't roll it to your own IRA, and and, and there's other there's other issues. Um, uh, we'll talk about late withdrawals. So. If you are then, so the new role for uh, starting in 2021 was um, it used to be 70 and a half, not 72. So you can wait till you're 72 before you have to take out money. Okay. The other, the other issue is, you know, so on those, if you don't take out the money timely, there's going to be a penalty. Um, and there's also, we see sometimes with people inheriting money from 401k. So we had an example again, this got to be 20 years ago where a, a, um, a son who was estranged from his father uh, found out through unclaimed funds that he had, uh, his dad had like a $200,000 IRA for him to inherit. 
and uh and his dad had died like six years ago so uh you know it's a great find so the kid comes in and says look i got this two hundred thousand dollars i got from unclaimed funds in this ira and i said john uh um uh, sit down i got some bad news to tell you <laughs> sound like a song coming up sit down i have bad news <laughs> so, so first of all he's got to pay tax on the on the two hundred thousand dollars because the rules back then were you could either stretch stretch out the inherited ira over your lifetime or if you didn't elect to do that you, there was a certain period you had to elect within by september 30th or whatever the day was back then uh, if you so if you didn't make the election then the default rules you had to get it out within five years sure well this is year six mm. so i said well okay it's two hundred thousand dollars but let's say if we put two hundred thousand dollars on your tax return let's say that between federal and state you're going to pay 40 percent so you're going to pay eighty thousand dollars in taxes still sitting down john yeah <laughs> Jeez. there's going to be a penalty what's the penalty 50 percent for not taking it out within five years and say 15 50 oh now would you think it would be 50 on the money that's left or it's fifty on the two hundred. Oh. He's going to pay a hundred thousand dollar penalty, and eighty thousand dollar tax. So he's yeah, going to so pay. The lesson is don't do that. Well, he didn't even know, right? He was estranged from his dad, and um, so he's going to pay one hundred eighty thousand of the two hundred thousand dollars to the IRS. So it gets even worse, right? Like the twenty five year old kid who found two hundred grand, who comes to us six months later to do his tax return is not going to have $180,000 left. Nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most of it's probably gone, right? Yeah. Like paid off his car, put money down his house. Well, he did, you know, the regular things you do if somebody gave you 200 grand. Uh, so he's never going to pay it off. And he's like, but I didn't even know about it. The IRS doesn't care that you don't have a good relationship with your dad. The rule is like five years. If you're not, it's not out within five years, you get a 50% penalty plus you have to pay the taxes. So, so we really have to be careful on retirement because, you know, again, conceptually, the IRS is saying, look, you've, you or your dad have had this money for, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years, and we hit, they haven't gotten a dime of tax on it. So these are the rules. You either have to take it out timely because we want some tax money. So if you don't take it out timely, there's going to be a penalty. So, so uh, you know, I don't even know, you know, I don't know what, and I, look, I just did the tax return and said, look, you owe 180 grand. Have a nice life. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Right? Well, and what type of account is that, Chris? You said that's so, a so whether it's a four hundred one k or an IRA. Oh, either inherit, one, if, either yeah, the four hundred one k or if you take it out. You're talking yeah. about traditional four hundred one k. So if you take it out late, right? If you take it out, like if you don't take it out when you're seventy, start taking money out when you're seventy and a half. Those those are the penalties. It's a fifty percent penalty. Wow. So, so um, so just be smart about that. Um, the other options right now are one of the things are, you know, tax rates we talked about on other, other shows are super low. So the whole concept of putting money away tax deferred was, look, I'm probably in the higher tax bracket while I'm working. So I'm going to take the deduction today. And then when I retired, hopefully I'll be in a lower tax bracket. And then when I take the money out 30 years from now, uh, I'll pay less tax on it. Well, that might not be the case right now. These are the lowest tax rates we've ever seen in our professional careers. 
So the other option is, we talked in other shows, there's an option called Roths, which in some now 401k options, I know my son where he went to work, they have a 401k Roth. So you pay that. So you want to put a thousand bucks away, you pay the tax up front. So let's say you pay uh, 20% up front, right? So you're, you're going to end up with 800 and then you put the 800 in the Roth. The deal there is it's tax free forever now. So whatever that eight hundred dollars grows to, whether it grows to eight hundred one or eighty thousand, it's all tax free. So we might as well wow. take advantage of the low tax rates. It's tax free sure. for you, and it's tax free for your whoever inherits it from you too. So, you know, that might be something to look at whether or not we want to do the traditional four hundred one k, or we want to do a Roth four hundred one k, or a traditional IRA or Roth IRA. So. So, you know, knowing not only the financial side, but the tax side helps um, our, our clients because, you know, you, you can't forget about taxes. I mean, it's just, it's just too much to forget about. I mean, the whole concept of all this retirement money is, is you know, the taxation of it. You're going to pay it up front. You're going to pay it later. So, so you want you want to be smart about that. So, sure. Um, yeah. So, and so obviously uh, that's, you know, you have to. Uh, there's so many rules when it comes to these tax deferred accounts. And I think the key is, is to get a plan in place and get, a, get it set up correctly uh, when you're younger. Uh, you know, I mean, when I say younger, I mean, 40s and 50s, don't wait. And obviously work with a financial services professional. That's key because you're, there's no way you can know all of the IRS rules and yeah. uh, penalties for your specific situation. Uh, whereas someone like yourself, Chris, you've seen it all, like the example you gave. I mean, you've you've been through that, so you're able to help your clients yeah. make sure they don't make that same mistake. I mean, it, it's this, the silly rules, like, like we talked about. For instance, there's a rule for IRAs that say if you're buying a first-time homeowner, you could take out up to $10,000 out of your IRA, even if you're younger, you know, before 59, and not have to pay the penalty. Okay, which sounds nice, right? Yeah. But you don't have that exception if it's a 401k. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean who, who thinks of these rules? I mean, I what, don't know. That's you know, crazy. You can, you can take out money um, to pay for higher education expenses for your, yourselves or, or your spouses out of an IRA, but not out of a 401k. Mm. Like, and we're <laughs> talking traditional and there's, there's, uh, this is a, maybe everything you've said today might be an argument to uh, bite the bullet, pay taxes now and switch to a Roth yeah, IRA or Roth 401k, right? Because you don't really, you don't have any of those penalty issues or tax issues in the Roth because it, the deal was, look, I already paid the tax. The yep. IRS is done with me. So yep. if I want to take money out for buying a new motorcycle, I can take it out because I already paid my tax. Yep. Right? So, so, I mean, there are some rules about how long you have to, you have to have the Roth for five years and stuff, but it, there, there are some other rules, but it's, it's just kind of silly, but I, I don't know why the personally, if I had to rewrite this stuff, I would say any investment account is tax deferred until you might take the money out. Like even in like a typical brokerage account, you save money, you put in a brokerage account, Every time you buy and sell, you buy, you sell IBM and you buy Walmart, but there's a tax in all those trades. But if inside a qualified plan or an IRA, if you do the same thing, there's no tax. I'm like, oh, why is it, why, why is it different? Like, should it be like, if you didn't take the money out of the account, if you just bought 
XYZ stock and then you sold it and you bought ABC stock. Oh, why should I have to pay a tax? Right. I don't, so, but it's no, nobody's asked me. So, well, and they're the government but, but wants, just, the but tax. you just need to roll. You, you know, you need, if you don't look, most people don't know all these rules, right? So you got to hire your professional, like you pay your account, pay your CPA, pay us, whatever, because the, the mistakes are, they're too big. I mean, look at that, that, that kid, a 50 of, and this happens to, to people who just miss their RMDs, right? Oh, I didn't take my RMD last year because some people want to get all technical about it. Well, this one's paying me one and a half percent. This one's paying me one. So I'm going to take it out of the one that's paying me one. Instead of, because the RMDs basically, so if you have a, a hundred thousand dollar account and your RMD is supposed to be $4,000 a year, the IRS doesn't care which retirement plan you take it out of. As long as it totals up to $4,000, they don't care. Right. So people try and pick and choose which in, and, and inevitably some, you're going to make a mistake. You're going to forget something and you're going to pay a 50% penalty because you didn't do it right. So what we do normally is we just do it systematic. Look, you're taking out your required minimum distribution out of all the accounts and just have the companies figure it out and send you the check. Because if you miss one, it's, I mean, you're trying to split hairs with interest right now and it's not worth the penalty. So, so just like, you don't do this on your own. Right. You want to change your own oil in your car, fine. But, you know, this is, what can you screw up there? Forget to, yeah. put, the oil pl- forget to put the oil plug in. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I guess that's a, that would be a major uh, mistake as well. So now, Unless you're driving one of those electric cars, right? Yeah. And, 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 I, oil. and, and we, this might be too off track, Chris, but, uh, I mean, we talk about traditional 401ks and IRAs and some of the mistakes people make with them. What about, what are the differences, uh, 401ks, a 403B, are there any, yeah. are there any major rule differences there um, with 403Bs? Yeah, there, there, there are some, the 403Bs, so 401ks are, are for basically public companies, right? That's their typical retirement plan. And 403Bs, sure. 403Bs are for mostly um, nonprofits and, and government institutions and like public schools, public schools, the hospitals and things like that. It's just different for the listeners that it's just different code section in the IRS. So one's code section 401k and one's 403b. So one of the advantages of 403b, sometimes you're some of the plans allow you to borrow money from them. Sure. So, so, so oftentimes if we want to keep that feature, so if you roll it from a 413, 403b into an IRA, you're going to lose that feature. Mm, I so, see. So it's it's possible that some of the companies, some of the insurance companies even, will allow a 403b transfer and keep it in a 403b status. So, you know, I don't I don't see it happen that often, but. Some people want the ability to borrow from it. Like if that's all the money they have and they don't have any other savings, uh, they might want that option. So, so we look at that. If it's not a big option, we just regularly use an IRA because we like the flexibility of being able to invest in a variety of things. You know, you can invest in stocks, bonds, buffered, buffered notes, annuity. You can invest basically in everything, but kind of life insurance. So. Um, but when you go in the 403B arena, you may have very limited choices on what you can invest in. So the fact that you might be able to borrow, is that, is that enough to give up all the investment choices? I, I, 
I don't know. I mean, you kind of have to look at that case by case, but there are, there are some quirky differences. I mean, there is, um, you know, different, there is a option. Like if you separate from service and you have a qualified plan, some of them allow you to, as long as you left the employer to take the money out of 55. So that might be an option versus an IRA is 59 and a half. And, and then there's for some of the 403Bs, like public safety employees, um, you can actually take it out when you're 50. So you just like, you just got to work with someone who knows the rules because it's, <laughs> again, if you cut your hair wrong, it's going to grow back, right? This is, <laughs> it's, it's, just don't do this yourself. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, uh, you, there's no reason to do it yourself and it, it would be a, a huge mistake, right? right? I mean, it's like trying to operate on yourself right. at that point. So, you don't so want to do it. It, it. If you don't have any, right. especially if you don't have any medical uh, right. training, you know, and uh, you know, these mistakes to avoid, Chris, that's the, that's the thing. And people make a lot of mistakes with 401ks. They leave them at old employers. That's a big one. Right. Uh, you touched on that. Um, they Thinking lose track of them. Yeah. And right. that's, that's not good. And then the rollover mistakes, there's a, a slew of those we talked about today. So uh, really helpful tips. And if people out there are thinking about, Hey, I, I need to take some money out of, out of one of these accounts, or I'm wondering uh, how to transfer it, or if I should have an IRA instead of my 401k, if I'm leaving my job or I'm going to retire, all these right. questions are huge and they need to talk to a financial services yeah. professional like yourself. Mm-hmm. How do our listeners do that? You you have complimentary consultations, sure, and sure. Uh, you can help them out with that, right? Yeah. So if you want to, uh, you know, sit down and talk to us about it, the easiest way is just call us four four zero eight eight six three five five zero. I'm pretty sure you can look at our website brooksidetax.com. We have some type of calendar and system on there. I'm not sure how it works, but. <laughs> Somebody in our office knows how it works, right? but the easiest thing is just—I I think we use Calendly. I think that's a that's a, sure. So, but um, you can uh, just call our office four four zero eight eight six three five five zero, and uh, you know if we can help you, we can help you. If we can't help you, we shake hands and you, you go your merry way. So, all right, that I sounds think we're out of time. Yeah, we're out of time for today's show, Chris. Uh, a great one, and uh, listeners, uh, that does it. I mean. Uh, great show today. Honestly, Chris, this is an, um, such an important topic. I, I really I can't stress enough. This is the, one of the main reasons. There are many, but one of the main reasons you want to work with a financial services professional. We, we should just do a show on horror stories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you have a lot of them. I mean, oh, you've yeah. seen you've seen it all. But uh, but anyway, great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Road to Retirement with our host, Chris Anselmo. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.